0: Welcome back to another episode of Coffee Contracts and Cocktails. We are your hosts, Corey, Pat, and Jess. And uh, today we're going to be hitting on what is as is. What does it mean um, for buyers, for sellers? Because we actually have a listing coming up that is uh, going to be listed as is. Um, well, actually, they're not. We, I didn't. Well, I don't want to say we talked them out of it, but we explained the process. I, con- well, I
1: absolutely I- talked them out of it.
0: Because for them, it was the best option to not do it. In some cases, it is the best case. It is the best idea to list it as is. But we're going to touch on that. Um, we have a fun fact that Corey's is going to be reading off. And then uh, we also have the brew of the week for coffee. Today, we went back to um, Burissimo, which is the Aldi brand um, that I had from last week. But it is the French vanilla flavor. Mm. I don't know which one I like better.
1: I'm a sucker for hazelnut, but...
0: I think the hazelnut has more flavor than this. I always put French, French vanilla. vanilla
1: creamer in, so mm. I, I really just want both, honestly, at all times.
0: It's good regardless. Uh, absolutely love it. So, big thumbs up from me for uh, Barissimo. Way to go, guys. Um, not mad. No, hashtag not an ad. <laughs> hashtag, I'll take the sponsorship, But Pro. if you want a sponsor, <laughs> right. I will... I will gladly start wearing uh, a swag. <laughs> uh,
2: um, okay. So fun factoid. Yeah. So, so this is from Realtor, um, Realtor Magazine. Um, they put out a top 10 cities for newlyweds. Um, and um, congrats on St. Louis making number two in the country.
1: Wow. Wow. Um, as okay. The
2: second top city. Um, while wow, St. Louis actually has the lowest median household income and um the lowest median median home cost out of all top 10. Uh-huh.
0: Okay, one more one more time. So the median, the median
2: household income and the median okay. home cost were the lowest were the in lowest, the country. No, the lowest on the out list. of the, 10 on the list. Okay, of the, on, on the like, list. Oh my god. <laughs> What is going on on the list there? But they do have twenty percent of newlyweds. Um, Their affordability score is through the roof um, at eighty-five. So, and dining options are also very high. Apparently, that matters a lot. Got two hundred and thirty-eight.
1: So, newlyweds want an affordable home and lots of dining options.
2: And good old St.
1: Louis has lots to provide.
0: Which actually, if you think about it, that kind of makes sense. Yeah.
2: Like. it's and it's a wash because you've got Pittsburgh at number one, and they're not super high. But then you've got Orlando, Florida, Orlando, Florida at number three, huh. very very high. I, we're talking two forty five for home cost median. And then you've got Atlanta. What Florida. St. Louis is at for that for those costs? Um, we're at a thirty eight thousand six hundred sixty four for the median household income. Wow. And we're for
0: at, I hope that that's for the single person. I, I, I can't... Be, that cannot be for the I believe
2: earbuds. it's for the single... I believe it's okay. per person. Um, per okay. Capita so here. each
0: person is making 35... Let's just call
2: it 35, 35 40, Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the median home cost is
1: 118,200. Huh. Um, which for is, newlyweds, I'm guessing. Y- I'm guessing that's the way the stats were run.
2: Okay. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to explain it all here in one right. Um But
1: yeah. Okay. Good to know.
2: That's interesting. So when want
1: if your household's making seventy to eighty grand and you're buying a hundred and twenty thousand dollar house.
0: That's exactly why you want to be by all of those um, restaurants uh-huh. and stuff. Because you you well, you gotta figure okay, if they have student loans, they're probably also in debt with those, yet you still have probably enough income to go out yeah. and eat because you literally just got done doing that being a single person. That's so. awesome. Sweet.
1: Way to go, Corey. That
0: was a good, that was a really good factoid. Wow. We are starting the show off strong. If it uh, falls off from here, it's 100% my fault. Um, So as is, so I guess how you want to tackle that? You just, like a uh, definition?
1: Yeah. I feel like that needs to probably be cleared up just for the record. Okay. Um, By definition and as is sale means that the seller is not going to do any repairs, um, credits, inspections, anything, they are not going to put any more money into the house at all, mm-hmm. or effort, or work, or time, or thought, or energy. Like, yep. you're you're literally purchasing the home in its current state, no ifs, ands, or buts.
2: Yeah, could that be compared to like an as-is car purchase, as far as what the seller of the car slash house is going to do? I feel feel like like it's more common to hear, like, an as-is car.
0: I feel like you may get a – not a better break on the car, but I feel like you could get something thrown in on the car. Yeah. Typically with the as-is properties that we're talking about, like, sellers won't – sometimes they'll do the occupancy and give you, like, a clear occupancy, (laughs) but that's it. And that's even a stretch for most people. Right. But – um. Yeah, now I have seen people do as is, and I've done it. Got the inspections done. I'm like, hey, there's like like not a whole lot on here. Sure. Um, you know, had the occupancy done. Do you mind if like, would you guys mind fixing this stuff? And like, we can do a written agreement where we'll pay for it at closing. And so they fixed up. So technically, it wasn't as is. We just paid for it to get done so that the buyer could move in the day of closing, as opposed to having to wait for the occupancy to come in and get done. So
1: I live in a world in my mind where everything is negotiable. Mm-hmm. So even on an as is sale, like I'm not going into it thinking like, nah, I'll change their mind. Right, right. But I, I I, would go into it thinking like after inspections, depending on what comes up, yeah, I'm not afraid to at least like call the other agent and be like, hey, how do we feel about X, Y, Z? Like I'm, they could tell me no and that's not a problem but i'm not afraid to ask
0: yeah One, okay so and get
1: creative like you were talking about
0: right and that's from a buyer's agent standpoint that's what we get paid to do is <clears throat> you're paying us for our expertise on doing exactly this stuff like that's where we make our money as well as finding you the properties that are good deals, winning you your negotiations and doing all that stuff. This is like the back end stuff that a lot of people don't see or talk about or hear about is like, holy crap, like my agent went out and did this. I mean, that's how we get our referrals but you don't see like big news stories about stuff like that, or not a lot of people talk about that. But
2: I think that's what leads a lot of times to people's names being best around or, you know, getting in the news just because like, you're getting a rep, a reputation from that. So referrals and reputation come from good service. Sure, yes.
0: Um, So from a buyer standpoint, as is does not always mean that something is majorly wrong with the house. More often than not,
2: Always. We're using definitives. No, just I said it does not. Defin- yeah, no, you just it does cross not out always. the definitive. Right. It's not 100% of the time.
1: I I would venture to say it's like a 50-50. That as is means something's wrong versus the sellers just don't want to deal with it.
0: Okay, I wasn't going to throw a percentage on it, but yeah, no, it's fine. Um, Whatever. I was just saying it doesn't always mean... How many times have we run into buyers and they're like, what's wrong with the house? Why are they selling it as is buyers freak out over it? Understandably. So, so sellers, you need to understand that buyers are going to freak out whenever they see an as is sale, even though you're like, Oh, well, we're, we're just selling our parents' house. Like we just don't want to pour any money into it. The buyers don't know that. (laughs) Like if we can't tell them that they'll always be wondering what's wrong with the house. That's why I'm saying it's not always the case of something's majorly wrong with the house. It's just, it's always circumstantial.
2: It's just the headline that I think makes people think, makes people wonder what, what skeletons are in the closet there. Right.
0: right. Which <clears throat> is another reason why us as buyer's agents need to call the listing agent to make sure that we are doing our due diligence for our clients to see why is it being sold as is. Right. Um, I don't know. It could be like the one that we looked up today where it was uh the foundation needed uh, $17,000 worth of work to be done to it, you know.
1: And they're very upfront about it. They sure. disclosed right up front that it's being sold as is because there are these repairs that need to happen. Here is a quote letting you know how much it's going to be, what it all entails. And they said, like, they priced it accordingly. I didn't actually run comps to see if it was true. I'm just going to kind of wing it and say they are. Probably priced correctly for that seventeen thousand dollar necessary repair, um, but now you're kind of looking for a specific buyer that is okay with something like that Some and has
2: right. someone who wants that tax. seventeen thousand dollars on top of their down payment to sink into the foundation. Right. Yeah, but they're not always like they're not. I, I mean, I'm presuming they're not always so forthcoming with.
0: Mm, the, you are correct. <laughs> Sometimes it's it's kids who inherited parents houses or it could even be the parents themselves who are like,
1: we're getting out of here. Yeah.
0: We have no idea what's going on with the house and we don't want to, we don't want to spend the time, money, effort, energy, anything. There's like, we're done, we're out. Thank you. House is typically already paid for,
2: so they don't care.
1: They're just getting the The, cash proceeds at the end of the day. What are
2: the pros then to like looking at as is houses
1: from a buyer or seller perspective?
2: Mm -hmm. Let's do buyer first buyer first buyer first you want to take buyer first no, you you're your you're second?
0: the buyer's agent okay um so buyer first um <clears throat> pro to the as a sale is you will typically get a much better deal on the house it's not going to sell for res- regular residential value so like it let's just say apples to apples you have a house that's truly worth $150,000 right um that's what it's worth in a regular sale. On an as is sale, what? 120 120,000? 120, probably somewhere around there. So 20, 120, 125.
2: Considerable price drops.
1: Assuming there's <clears throat> not like a $17,000 foundation issue. Right, You're literally right. just like, nah, I don't wanna mess with this.
2: Correct.
0: Now, it could, you could, from the buyer side, pay hey, more than that, right? I typically say around 20% is what a house is worth as is. Just a general, I don't know, just throwing that number out there. Um, that's what I've heard from other agents, whenever we've been talking, typically it's about 20% off. Well,
1: that's what we tell sellers. Right. The The con is for them, Right. is that if you want to list your house as is, we strongly recommend slash require. Um, that you listed at 20% below market value, if you're going to put that as this tag on it.
0: Right. Uh, Con for the buyer is that if it's a good house and a good neighborhood, nothing's like super visibly wrong with it, you could end up paying regular residential price for that
2: house.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Had it happen. Uh, One of our past clients did that um, in Oakville and uh, a house went, what I mean, way over what it should have for being as is i'm like no freaking way yeah oh you and you know what exactly which one i'm talking about um uh, but it was it was crazy we offered ten thousand dollars over the regular residential value so like now we're, we're oh, we just God, talked
2: about the 20 percent off the residential <laughs> and you went ten thousand over yeah
0: i went we went we took that twenty thousand that twenty percent we're like, no, we'll pay this regular residential price plus. and plus an extra ten grand. <laughs> yeah, but so that goes
1: back to pricing the home correctly. Mm-hmm. I mean, as is or oh, not, yeah. as long as you price it correctly.
0: Well, and they did. That
1: should happen. I mean, not that they, dramatically. No, but,
0: but they <laughs> they priced it You're as is, as 50. is price. Yeah. And they got over regular residential value, because which they was had a just quality product. yes. I mean, it was. Nothing visibly wrong with the house, but whatever.
1: But that does not happen.
0: It, no, that is a rare, mm. rare instance. Please, do nothing that that happens. More Sellers. More often
1: than not, and buyers, um, agents don't underprice a home, but call it a massive sale. Right. So then they might get a ton of showings, but then the buyer mindset is like, well, I'm taking a risk here, even if it's just a $1,000 on inspections. Right. I know. It's still a risk. For what reward?
0: Right. Um, So again, uh, hailing back to your pros and cons for buyers, I'll just quickly summarize them. Thank you, Molly. Um, Molly is back. She is like fancy. Um, Pros, you will likely get a better deal on a house. Um, And that's pretty much it. Her neck's too long for it. <laughs>
1: this it's is like what I see. Yanking back
0: her eyeballs. Uh, for those of you listening and not watching, pop um, <laughs> over to Facebook, check out Archon Park Properties um, because Molly's had a, her dinosaur hood up and it was like yanking back her eyeballs. I say that, it was very gentle. We're not mean to my dog. Um, pros, you get a good deal typically it's super. it's a super easy process because you don't have to you don't have to worry about anything there's no like extra negotiating unless Mm -hmm. you know we're trying um cons are you can get the inspections done and more more often than not i'll say more often than not nothing will get fixed so you get what you get and if you don't like something that you find on the inspection report then you gotta bounce out and now you just dropped 750 bucks on inspections to figure out that you right. don't want to buy a house so
1: you can get out of it
0: Yeah. oh yeah you can still get out of it there's which is also true pro.
2: some financial and right. time mm-hmm. risk to it or the, the same at, that you have during residential
0: but it just sucks more because you can't negotiate
1: you right. just don't know there's not as the much room to negotiate find. right you're kind of gambling the cost of inspections on the home
2: right so why would somebody look, is, do you have people that specifically look for like as is houses? Like what would, what would you say to somebody that's like, well, I want to do that. I want to start taking gambles to get that lower price point. Because even if you have to go through three of them and pay the inspections on them, you still get that price reduction. That could still be a good, uh, good move there for some people.
0: Sure. From a buyer's agent perspective, I need, I need them to realize I'm going to pump the brakes on you because I'm not going to move fast. I'm not going to write an offer immediately after we see it. I want to do some research for you because at the end of the day, and I say this very lovingly, at the end of the day, it's going to be our fault. If you don't like it, it's going to be our fault. And that's just, it comes with the territory. I'm totally fine with it. Like I get it. Um, but I want to make sure that I have enough time to research, run numbers, do all this stuff for you. I mean, yeah, I know areas and stuff, but I don't want you to walk into a scenario where if I could have saved you that seven hundred fifty bucks,
2: you know. Sure. If there's if there's those material facts that you can find out right beforehand, right, that's right. our job, right? Purely.
1: Like, inspectors I mean, inspectors investors yeah will usually seek out as is because they know the deal they can get. Mm-hmm. Um, handy, uh, useful second plus time home buyers Mm -hmm. typically aren't like concerned about it. I'm always a little hesitant for first time home buyers, not because like they can't handle it, but if they don't have that extra money to be gambling with, Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't like putting them in a position that's more risk than reward. Sometimes it works out. Works out for a friend of mine, just fine. They got a great house. But uh, it's just kind of one of those like case by case basis. Yeah, you need to do your research and not jump quickly.
0: Yeah, it always freaks me out a little bit for first time home buyers. Whether it's as is, short sale, foreclosures. Yeah, I, I lump all of those into like, eh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like yes, you can get a really good deal, but eh, maybe not for your first one.
1: <laughs> right. Right.
0: Get a fixer offer for your first one. Yes. Okay, well, let's just do that. Um, I'm not steering you that way. I'm just saying it's a safer bet. There could be
2: professional advice. Okay, so
0: pro, uh, let's just get off, <laughs> let's get off of the buyers. So sellers, pros and cons. Real quick, don't do what I did and, you know, take 10 minutes to answer the question. We love your tangents of the day. They're not great. <laughs> and I accept that.
1: Sellers. Pros, they can literally, like, say they want to list the house and turn it over to us and like Mm -hmm. basically never have to think about it again. They're not going to be wondering what's going on at inspections. They're not going to be wondering like, oh, what's my next round of negotiations going to look like? How much is this going to cost me? Who do I need to call? What do I need to do? It's, um, mostly stress-free for a seller to just be like, nah, I'm not dealing with it. The obvious con is literally just that it, they will not get as much money. Um, we have a listing coming soon. This is the one that we were talking about at the beginning. I talked them out of doing it as a sale because they have had a pre inspection, and I have walked the house twice, and there's nothing to our knowledge massively wrong with the home, mm-hmm. therefore, they would potentially be throwing away twenty 000 to thirty thousand dollars for no reason. Yeah, if I have to eat my words on that, it is what it is, but I feel very confident in saying that they should proceed with a regular sale to make that extra money and i still feel like even if something is catastrophically wrong with the house that would be mind-blowing but also like most likely not a thirty thousand dollar price difference right even if they did choose to get it repaired fixed credited whatever i think they will still come out ahead than they would if they pigeonholed themselves with that as a sale
0: want to do a quick tip of the cap to Jess because she walked in there the first time and the house was it you know parents house Um, they moved her into uh, moved her out of the house whatever Um, it still had the old you know blues and greens carpet and stuff like that from the 70s and 80s had a bunch of stuff and Jess went in there and they were like so what do you think and she told them a price at that point correct Mm -hmm. and then you basically told them, hey, I think you can get X amount more if we rip out the carpets and expose these beautiful hardwoods under, underneath. Like if you guys have the budget, do it, expose them, Re- have them refinished. And then they put a new carpet in the basement, didn't they? Mm-hmm. The place looks fantastic. <laughs> so, and it. I don't know how much they spent. I don't want to know how much they spent, but it's, You've got to be about a 400% return that they're going to get on yeah. their investment. On
1: they were super skeptical with me. It was so cute. The upstairs had carpet throughout most of it. One of the bedrooms had blue carpet. It was rough and it wasn't good carpet. Like it was gross, mm-hmm. but they had original hardwoods underneath that they knew were there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I promise you if you pull these up and refinish the floors, it will be 400% worth it. And they did it. And even they're like, Wow. Yeah. This looks good. It was
0: cool because I went back on the second time and then um <clears throat> and they're just they are beaming with how happy they are that the floors look so. Anyway, off that side, the story. And
1: they're not selling it as is, therefore, no. because they listened to me twice, I am mo- counting on getting them thirty thousand dollars more than they could have.
0: Which is pretty awesome. <laughs> Just saying, we'll be um, listing that next month. Stay tuned. Yes. <laughs> um, what else, anything else for as is? I mean, it's that is a lot of surface level stuff that we try to not super scuba dive on. Um, if you're thinking about it or whatever, feel free to reach out to us. Obviously, we'd love to talk to you about it. Um, but it's uh, really it.
1: Just know, um, knowing what it means, I think. Yeah. Even we've had clients multiple times be like, what does as is actually mean?
0: Yeah.
1: And they need to get some clarity. Um,
0: yeah. Buyers don't be scared. It's, I would rather you look at an as is house than like a foreclosure or a yeah. short sale. Short sales should actually be called long sales.
1: Short, yeah.
0: short sales. I was trying not to like spit everywhere. Cause my mouth started drilling. You're salivating for the short sales. I am not. I am not. I'll tell you right now. I don't want to do them.
2: No. So, so you're saying buyers don't be scared.
0: Don't be scared of and as is. Yeah.
2: For sellers, not always bad.
0: Not, not always the best idea to do it. Everything right. circumstantial. Sometimes
1: it can be. Sometimes you just it just it, it every single case I think is a case by case. Mm-hmm. I don't. And that's why I like talking to people specifically, like when they're right. like, "What are my options?" Here they are.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's kind of like okay. So. <laughs> yes. i won't go i won't go yeah, that was yet. another story it we was just, whoop, almost whoop. almost i just saved you guys five minutes that you would have never gotten back we'll
1: tackle that one when it becomes more
0: relevant yes. um okay cool so good facts good coffee thanks guys for uh listening in and then we will uh Ooh, we're gonna have to come up with a cocktail of the week oh yeah next
1: week we'll make one live on the air
0: oh okay <laughs> Um, we're gonna do trying a
1: Long Island from scratch. Ugh.
2: Plot twist: <laughs> no, we're not. There's no tea. <laughs> there's no, Patrick not, will be drinking it throughout the podcast.
0: It's not a plot twist because there is no tea in a Long Island iced tea. It's for a lot Coca-Cola. of people,
1: that's a spoiler alert. Okay.
0: <laughs> Clearly, apparently, I mean. Uh,
1: anyway. Anyway,
0: uh, thanks for tuning in. We will catch up with you guys next time. Have an awesome week.
1: Okay. Bye. Put your finger in my face. Don't put your finger.